Amen. It's great to be in the house of the Lord today. A fitting title for this day. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. A statement in itself. And yet what might follow? Thanks be to God for rescue through Jesus. The book of Romans chapter 7 verses 24 and 25, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Rescue and deliverance are found in no other name. To think that wretched humanity has been extended such amazing grace that through the blood of Jesus because of the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection of the perfect Son of God, wretchedness is exchanged for righteousness. What kind of an exchange is this? What we had to offer and what we have to offer, he takes it and hands us righteousness. Grants us righteousness, gifts us righteousness through Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. What supply for our desperate condition. You know, how can we not lift up the shout, lift up the song? Thanks be to God. Martin Luther said these words, either sin is with you lying on your shoulders or it is lying on Christ, the Lamb of God. Now, if it is lying on your back, you are lost. But if it is resting on Christ, you are free and you will be saved. Now choose what you want. What will we do with our free will? What will you do with your free will? Only a kind God gives power to choose. And choose we must. The words of C.S. Lewis, if a thing is free to be good, it is also free to be bad. And free will is what has made evil possible. Why then did God give them free will? Because free will, though it makes evil possible, is also the only thing that makes possible any love or goodness or joy worth having. Charles Spurgeon said, Free will carried many a soul to hell, but never a soul to heaven. Doesn't make sense? Oh, it does. You see, we choose freely and we surrender our free will to the will of another. Let today be the day you choose to follow Jesus. To join in the song of the redeemed, if you haven't already. Thanks be to God for rescue through Jesus. 
the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. And pledge today your allegiance to the Lamb. The Lamb who takes away the sin of the world, of our world, of your world. Take up this song. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. With all my strength, with all I am, I will seek to honor his commands. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. I have heard how Christians long ago were brought before a tyrant's throne, and they were told that he would spare their lives if they would renounce the name of Christ. But one by one they chose to die. The Son of God they would not deny. Like a great angelic choir sings, I can almost hear their voices ring. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. With all my strength, with all I am, I will seek to honor His commands. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Now the years have come and the years have gone, but the cause of Jesus still goes on. And now our time has come to count the cost, to reject this world, to embrace the cross. And one by one, let us live our lives for the one who died to give us life. Till the trumpet sounds on the final day, let us proudly stand and boldly say, I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. With all my strength, with all I am, I will seek to honor his commands. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. To the Lamb of God who bore my pain, who took my place who wore my shame. I will seek to honor his commands. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Thanks be to God for the rescue through Jesus. And these echoed words, thanks be to God, there is hope today. This very hour you can choose him and serve him. Thanks be to God for our claimed allegiance. The book of Romans, chapter 6, beginning at verse 17. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit? What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
claimed allegiance. An unbreakable allegiance. Let it be. You know, there is a pattern of teaching that has the power to claim our allegiance. Through obedience to what is taught, the pure teachings of the Lord, teachings that do not change, are not changed, cannot be changed, we're talking about truth. You know, if we mess with the pattern of teaching, is it any wonder that people's allegiance isn't claimed? I would say today to all of us, tolerate nothing less than the pure pattern of the Lord. Palate nothing less than the pure pattern of the Lord and deliver nothing less. George Whitefield said these words, mere heathen morality and not Jesus Christ is preached in most of our churches. There's a lot of truth there. You see, there is a pattern of teaching, a pattern of doctrine, a pattern of life, a way of life. Jesus' teaching that claims our allegiance. I say today, thanks be to God for claimed allegiance. That many, so many have come to obey from their hearts the pattern of teaching, Jesus' teaching that has now claimed their allegiance. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. 1 Corinthians 15, beginning at verse 50, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. You just don't get in because your parents are saved. Because grandma went to church, wore out her Bible, prayed countless prayers. The text is clear. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does corruption inherit corruption or incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible is put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You know, can you believe that we've been given victory over death? I mean, wake up and wake up every morning. Embrace the truth and declare the truth.
To think that we've been given victory over death. What a sweet and precious victory given by God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What hope we have. What an assurance to know that death is swallowed up in victory. We have all the reason in this world to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Oh, the Lord supplies all our needs. You know that none of this, none of it, this following of Jesus, this commitment, this life, this allegiance, none of it is in vain. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder, you know, how often do we thank Him? How often? How often throughout the day do we thank Him? Throughout the week, how often do we say, Thanks be to you, God? A statement in itself. And all that follows. Victory over death. That ought to put a smile on your face. The words of D.L. Moody. Someday you will read in the papers that D.L. Moody of East Northfield is dead. Don't believe a word of it. At that moment I shall be more alive than I am now. I shall have gone up higher, that is all, out of this old clay tenement into a house that is immortal, a body that death cannot touch, that sin cannot taint, a body fashioned like unto his glorious body. Why fear death? We shouldn't, although it is the last enemy. But thanks be to God, it's been dealt with, swallowed up in victory. Yes, death may be the king of terrors, but Jesus is the king of kings. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. Do you believe it? 2 Corinthians 2, verses 14 to 17. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, I mean, can you believe we are being used as the fragrance of Christ dispensed throughout the earth? Listen to these words. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death leading to death and to the other the aroma of life leading to life. And who is sufficient for these things? For we are not as so many Peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as from God, we speak in the sight of God in Christ. You know, I believe it with all my heart that he always leads us in triumph in Christ. 
from glory to glory, from strength to strength. If you are being led by him, you are being led in triumph. Can you take on this manner of believing today? It's the truth. He does not lead in defeat. He always leads in triumph. You say, where are you leading me, Lord? Right now in life? In triumph? We can't apply our human understanding here and mess with the text. The Bible is very clear. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Thanks be to God who puts earnest care into hearts. Have you thanked God for this? Are you thanking him for this? 2 Corinthians chapter 8, beginning at verse 16. But thanks be to God who puts the same earnest care for you into the heart of Titus. For he not only accepted the exhortation, but being more diligent, he went to you of his own accord. And we have sent him, and we have sent with him the brother whose praise is in the gospel throughout all the churches, and not only that, but who was also chosen by the churches to travel with us with this gift, which is administered by us to the glory of the Lord himself, and to show you, to show your ready mind, avoiding this, that anyone should blame us in this lavish gift which, we, which is administered by us, providing honorable things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have often proved diligent in many things, but now much more diligent because of the great confidence which we have in you. If anyone inquires about Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker concerning you. Or if our brethren are inquired about, they are messengers of the churches, the glory of Christ, Therefore, show to them and before the churches the proof of your love and of our boasting on your behalf. And are you not thankful today that the Lord has put earnest care for you into the hearts of others? And I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. Reading from the message paraphrase, it says, I thank God for giving Titus the same devoted concern for you that I have. He was most considerate of how we felt but his eagerness to go to you and to help out with this relief offering is his own idea. The Voice Bible reads, I praise God who lovingly burdened Titus's heart for you, just as he did mine. I've seen this. I've known this. I've felt this. And I'm sure many of us here today have. What a gift of God. And may the Lord continue to put earnest care into the hearts of his people. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. 2 Corinthians 9, beginning at verse 6, But this I say, He who sows sparingly 
will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, can you receive it today? Supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. While through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. And by their prayer for you, who long for you, because of the exceeding grace of God in you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Thanks be to God for grace, for his grace that abounds to the sower. Thanks be to God for the sufficiency he gives. I'm sure we could all say thanks be to God for his abundance for every good work. Thanks be to God, as we've read, for his supply of seed and bread and food. For the multiplying of the seed we have sown, for the increase of the fruits of our righteousness. I mean, all of this causes thanksgiving to God. Thanks be to God. For his indescribable gift, are you not thankful that there is supply for the needs? For the needs of others, for those less fortunate? That because of this, there is a proof of ministry that results in this. They glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. And by their prayer for you who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you. Thanks be to God. Let's read this text from the message paraphrase this morning. This most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something you can then give away which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. Carrying out this social relief work involves far more than helping meet the bare needs of poor Christians. It also produces abundant and bountiful thanksgiving to God. 
This relief offering is a prod to live at your very best. Showing your gratitude to God by being openly obedient to the plain meaning of the message of Christ. You show your gratitude through your generous offerings to your needy brothers and sisters and really toward everyone. Meanwhile, moved by the extravagance of God in your lives, they'll respond by praying for you in passionate intercession for whatever you need. Thank God for this gift, his gift. No language can praise it enough. Thanks be to God. You know, church, as we give, as we sow, as we give to the kingdom of God and our finances, go to help. Go to build up well-formed lives, mature lives, those that truly follow Christ. There is great thanksgiving and praise offered unto the Lord. And I can stand here today and say, if you only knew how many people are praying for this church, for this body of believers, interceding. Because of the gifts sown, they've never met us, many of us. But they're pouring out their lives, they're praying, they're interceding for you. What a gift. It's actually an indescribable gift. You might not count it as much. But thank God that this exists. I'd say today, let us be known as those who give thanks to God. In all seasons of life, no matter where we find ourselves, we always have reason to be thankful. Revelation eleven seventeen. we can have the worship team return today. We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come, because you have taken your great power and reigned. Thanks be to God. A statement in itself. What might follow? What might you utter? Thanks be to God for. Let's fill in that blank today. We have great reason to be thankful. So many reasons to give thanks to the Lord. You know, if we came in with any spirit today but a spirit of thanksgiving, any attitude today but an attitude of thanksgiving, any confessing today but a confessing of thanksgiving, I pray that this message changes everything. Thanksgiving. Pouring out thanks. Praising the Lord for who He is and for what He's done. You know, this holy garment upon us is powerful and produces much. Billy Graham said these words, A spirit of thankfulness is one of the most distinctive marks of a Christian whose heart is attuned to the Lord. Is your heart attuned to the Lord? If it is, you'll be thankful. Thanksgiving will flow.
thankfulness in your life. Jeremiah 30, verse 19, Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of those who make merry. First Chronicles 16, 34, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. A.W. Tozer said these words, Gratitude is an offering, precious in the sight of God, and is one that the poorest of us can make, and not be poor, but richer for having made it. In the midst of circumstance today, Well, what does the Bible say? 1 Thessalonians 5.18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You say, well, surely he didn't mean where I'm at right now in the circumstance. And what I'm facing right now, no, it says in everything. You know, church, everything is working to make us more like Jesus, to beautify, purify, sanctify, and ready us to meet Jesus. Disappointment? Well, A.W. Pink said, yes, give thanks for all things. For as it has been well said... Our disappointments are but his appointments. You see, what happens is we find ourselves in the midst of circumstance and Thanksgiving is traded for other things. In other words, fit the place. We find ourselves facing disappointment. Thanksgiving goes out the door. But the Lord says to us today in everything, give thanks. Receive his will today, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's pick up words like Psalm 717, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. Give him the thanks, do his name, and we'll sing praise to the name of the Lord most. Let's stand in the house today. In these moments, would you just begin to fill in that blank? Thanks be to you, Lord. Thanks be to you, Lord. Let's just let Thanksgiving flow today. From our own hearts. Thank you, Jesus.